I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. Well, Dory certainly earned it, top billing in a movie of her own. The forgetful Blue Tang turned out to be the most memorable character in Finding Nemo, so why not do Finding Dory? The question was whether Pixar could find a way to drive a sequel with anything like the urgency that made Nemo a beloved classic. Thirteen years later, the answer is pretty much yes, though that's not the whole story. Dory's short-term memory loss was a fertile comic notion in the original. Now it's at the core of her very serious search for her parents. Still, the movie's main source of energy is screwball comedy. Finding Dory can be touching, sweet, and tender, but it's terrifically funny. Ellen DeGeneres is back doing Dory's voice just as brilliantly as before, along with Albert Brooks as the endearingly neurotic Marlin. So is the director of Finding Nemo, Andrew Stanton, who worked from his own screenplay with co-director Angus McLean. And back is where the action starts, with Dory as a child being coached by loving parents to cope with her memory impairment. The most moving moment in the film is the simplest. What if I forget you, the little fish asks her mother and father anxiously. Will you forget me? Finding Dory is very much about disability and full of life lessons gently taught about family, friendship, celebrating differences, and accepting oneself. Lessons that could sink a less buoyant production than this one. But things take a sharp turn for the funnier as soon as Dory goes off on her quest with Marlin and Nemo as traveling companions and with help from a surfer dude turtle we met in Finding Nemo. That's when Finding Dory becomes a saltwater version of a road movie that leads from the Great Barrier Reef to the coast of California most specifically in California, an aquarium that bears a remarkable resemblance to the one in Monterey Bay and that benefits from a terrific running gag about Sigourney Weaver. Is this where Dory's parents have ended up? Maybe so, but it's definitely home, at least temporarily, to the kind of wonderfully wacko characters you hope to meet in a Pixar feature and may be destined to meet again as merchandise. The most prominent one is an octopus named Hank. He's a camouflage virtuoso, an escape artist, who keeps popping up to solve mobility and plot problems for Dory, Marlin, and Nemo once they're on the Institute premises. And its eagerness to please finding Dory can be too much of a good thing sometimes, but it's usually swarms of charming things. And when I think of that recent news story about Inky the octopus who escaped from an aquarium tank in New Zealand, I wonder if this film is actually a documentary that I've mistaken for a piece of fiction. Either way, it's great fun. I'm Joe Morgenstern, back on KCRW next week with more reviews.